welcome to the Common Good Podcast, the podcast that showcases the very best of Glasgow Caledonian University and explores how the institution, its staff and its research benefits people and communities, both at home and overseas. My name is Craig Telfer and today I am delighted to welcome Adil Rahu, the GCU Students Association Student President, onto the show to look back over his year in office and how he has helped manage the transition from remote learning to getting our students back onto campus. Adil, it is an absolute pleasure to have you with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Craig. We are speaking to you at the most opportune moment because this is your final week as the Students Association Student President. How does it feel to be stepping down from the role? Um, so it's, you know, it's been an amazing experience, but of course, you know, I've spent so much time in this role, you know, two years uh, within this role, uh, you know, as the VPGSBS and then the student president. I think, you know, I, I, I do feel a bit sad in terms of, you know, but not not because of the role, but because of the stuff that I was able to do, mm-hmm. you know, the, the amount of change that I was able to bring, changing people's lives, talking to all these students, you know, I'll miss the students, I'll miss my interactions with the students, I'll miss talking with the university. I'll miss all the campaigns that, you know, I used to lead uh, on a national level. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it is a bit <laughs> it is a bit sad. Yeah, I would say those are some pretty interesting things that you've mentioned there about like changing people's lives. Could you give us an example of how you did that? Yeah. So I think, you know, on a local level, on a university context, you know, things such as graduations, you know, we knew that our students really want to see graduations because and I, I wanted to see my graduation as well. I'm a, I'm a you know, I'm a graduate of the class of 2020. Mm-hmm. So it was something personal for me as well. <laughs> and that was just one example yeah. of, you know, how we work with the university and ensuring that, you know, we do have something in place for the students we do have a graduation and then you know the overall return to campus you know so many students wanted want and still want to see more on campus learning and teaching and uh you know that's something that we've been actively working on so it's 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 things like those you know which which don't seem really direct but you know make the make the most biggest you know different in, in student uh, in, in students lives and you know things on a on a national level you know fighting for the students in terms of the the the, the climate crisis you know fighting for course, students yeah. in terms of the cost of living crisis housing crisis and all of these things you know i think uh, it was it was really an astonishing experience mm-hmm. and you know privilege to be able to do all of those things you you took up the role at quite a, a funny time because it would have been 2021 a year ago in fact that you were taking up the role but we were still in a funny process we were still working from home there's still a lot of remote learning and we've seen the transition now as you've mentioned to, to having face-to-face learning people back on campus can you talk about the, the experience and how that transition has been yeah so you know when i first started the role as a student president we were completely online at that point and a- as anxious it w- as it was for myself you know it, it, it was a really really uh difficult situation but then slowly we transitioned into you know being more on campus it started off with four days on campus and two days you know work from home in terms of me in a work environment that played a really huge role that changed everything you know i think i'm a, i'm an in-person guy mm-hmm. you know i'm a really I, I i i need to have that in-person experience and i think the same goes for the students uh, you know, I think yeah. it. We all saw how much fun the camp, how much more fun the campus was when the campus was crowded with students. When mm-hmm. students started coming in, when we used to see students at freshers, you know, students talking to each other. And I personally was really, really happy when I first saw uh, the students. I still remember I used to, you know, talk with my team. I talked with the university, talked to everybody I saw, and just be like, you know, how amazing mm-hmm. does it feel being back on campus? So I think it's been a difficult one. It's not something that every student president is going to experience, you know, leading that 
leading that transition. So it's been a it's been a really different experience for me. And this is the third podcast I've recorded with Student President. We did one with Ailey Fulton back two years ago, and, and that was a funny one because her reign had gone very successefully until the very <laughs> end when, when yeah. everything shut down. Susan Doherty's reign, which was effectively just all offline in yourself. So it's really yeah. good to hear you talk so positively about how we're, well, in quotations, getting back to normal in, in that regard. But this is your final week as a Student President, Adele, so... We're recording this on Tuesday the 24th of May. It's going to be published today as, as well. So tell us, what does your final week look like? So it's quite busy. <laughs> it's been really, really busy. As you may know, you know, our vice chancellor is changing. So yeah. I am a part of that appointments committee. So a lot of meetings in that regard, a lot of, uh, you know, papers to, you know, for me to have read in the in the in the past two weeks, and then just the the handover stuff. It's not the easiest things to transfer all your information, all your knowledge to the incoming team. Make sure they're equipped. Make sure they know what to do, because I know you know how it feels like you know starting off uh, mm -hmm. from my experience, and uh, you know it's it's a really difficult time for anybody to start off. So you know a lot of my time this week has gone to talking to the new incoming team making sure they understand each aspects each remit each things you know things that i've done uh, in my role you know how to how to uh campaign for the mm -hmm. students you know how to fight for the students on a, on a national level and things like that so it's 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 taken up a lot of my time and then just wrapping up with the trustee board meeting so a lot not a lot of people know but you know we have as the students association we we have uh, a step as an independent organization we have our own uh, trustee board. Mm -hmm. That's you know the governing the governing body of the of the students association. So you know chairing those meetings and the executive committee and all those um, meetings that has actually taken a substantial amount of my time. You know. <laughs> so Adil, let's jump back twelve months. Why did you want to become the student president at GCU? So that's that's a really interesting question. I I because um, you know I think. Uh, representing people has always been something that I've been, you know, passionate about, you know, making, bringing a change to people's lives. And that's actually one of the reasons why I joined GCU, you know, the University for the Common Good really sold to me. But, you know, I, I, I ran and I, you know, ran for this role because uh, I really wanted to make a change, bring a change into students' lives. You know, all my friends, we, they used to tell me all the issues they had. And that's what kind of prompt, prompted me to run for the role. I was planning on it for a, you know, for, for, for a couple of years, you know, when I, when I first came into the university. And my journey is an interesting one. It's because, you know, I'm the first international student at GCU to become the student president. And I still remember the day I, you know, I joined the university in 2017, January 18th. I landed on in, in you know, Glasgow's airport and uh, the first day of my university trying to find where I have to go. And, you know, I still remember that day. I still remember that uh, the bench that I sat on <laughs> today. Um, so it's been an interesting journey. And then um, I would say that, you know, there's a there's there was a personal side to it as well. I think the passion also comes from, you know, my my own kind of experience. And, you know, I not a lot of people know this, but my grandfather was a really big advocate for, you know, for human rights in, in Pakistan. And uh, he spent, you know, he, he spent 14 years under imprisonment by oh the goodness. military wow. military dictators of that time, four military dictators, uh, because, he you know, he, he fought for women's rights. He fought for human rights and until he was assassinated in 1987. So 
that really was something that you know ever since i was young that's always been uh something that has inspired me you know that lifestyle of changing people's mm-hmm. life you know changing the people changing the common man's life common people's lives mm-hmm. you know and uh so it that's that's why i've always you know i've always been so passionate about this that's why i've uh one of the reasons of course you know but yeah but yeah i i really really love to see mm-hmm. that difference and you know the feeling of satisfaction when somebody comes to you and 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 they go like you know thank you so much for doing that you know and i think it's that it's that feeling of satisfaction that is so addictive that once you get down on this route you know it's hard to exit it's mm-hmm. hard to it's hard to stop mm-hmm. uh you know trying to bring that change to to people's lives that's really inspiring Adele. that's that's incredible let's go a wee bit even further back you, you touched on it there about your experiences as a student at gcu and as well as being a student you were the vice president of the glasgow school for business and society last year yeah. working alongside susan doherty so tell me about those experiences then before becoming student president when i was the vp it was uh it was quite similar but different in many aspects you know uh you 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 are basically representing the entire school uh, of gsbs and uh, i think i work really closely with the you know with the school of uh, gsbs and the students cuz uh i did a few things that were not you know usually done created a whole group chat for you know all the academic reps all the academic reps uh, of uh, of GSBS and I was every day in contact with them so I think my communication was really really strong and uh, you know every issue that popped up I used to listen to the issue firsthand and uh, it was a good experience but again it was completely online so you know it's it it, it wasn't the the, the you know it wasn't the 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 usual mm-hmm. typical experience of a student officer it was amazing you know I, it was amazing i would i wouldn't have it any other way because i think you know we as a as an organization learned a lot from it you know in that online environment we as officers learned a lot from it we as an organization did too so yeah it was amazing you know being the vpg sps and i still remember uh the last day similar to this week of course you know in a few days it's going to be my last day but when i when it was my last day at v, as as vpgsbs i was uh, quite sad at that point as well even though i was you know mm-hmm. jumping up to be the yeah. student president i still told people that i will always miss being your vice president mm-hmm. of gsbs mm-hmm. because yeah i i get i get i don't get attached to any role but i get attached to the people mm-hmm. uh in that in that role Let's talk about the team that you worked with over the last year and the vice presidents were Olivia Hall, Tabitha Nairiki and Priscilla Otagoma. What was the dynamic like in the team? How did the four of you work together? It was it was a bit different because usually, you know, we all we all work in uh in a single office together all four of us all you know in uh, the full-time officer team but this year because of the you know because of just being uh, careful of 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 covid, you know, our rooms were uh, we were divided into two rooms. But the good thing was we still had more interactions than you know the previous year. Of so course, we yeah. we were able to talk to each other. We were able to pop in into each other's office, and uh, I I was able to give the entire students' association donuts on a daily basis, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> so it's aspects like those that you miss in an online environment. Of course, and. Uh, yeah, I think I think the dynamics were very strong. Uh, communication was quite keen. One of the things that I really wanted to ensure, and I think I will always ensure in any place in life, is good communication because that's really important. If you want, I think any organizational effectiveness comes with, um, uh, you know, a good good communication 
platforms. If something pops up, everybody knows about it. If something doesn't happen, everybody knows about it. And uh, so that's what we try to do. Um, everything that came up, we brought it forward to the executive committee. It was like a non, uh, non-written tradition, basically, that, you know, that was created. And um, yeah, so we used to talk a lot, discuss a lot, and make sure that you know, we're in sync with each other because that's the most important part. Any team needs to be uh, closely aligned with each other, mm-hmm, know, what, you know what's happening and, and, and things like that. So I think, I, I, I definitely think it was a really strong team, really, really strong team this year. Were there any challenges that you or the team encountered over the last 12 months? Yeah, of course, I think every team in, encounters different you know, challenges I, I, at different uh, p- points. I think our, our biggest challenge was transition, as we mentioned. Yeah. You know, the transition was really difficult because, and you may see, you may hear, you know, from the students themselves because it's really difficult to figure out, are we online, are we on campus, where are we? Are we in between? Because that's where the difficult part is. And we had to go through that transition as well uh, because sometimes we're working from home, sometimes we're working on campus. So it kind of breaks down sometimes the, the, the synchronization that it requires. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we're, we're, we're moving on from that. You know, I think the next academic year is going to be much different, which is, which is amazing to hear. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's challenges like those. And then, uh, you know, we did a lot of campaigning on a, you know, uh, ca- campaigning on a, on a national level and talking with the university as well. Sometimes things work out, sometimes things don't. That's the nature of uh, any role. Uh, any political role, especially. So it's, 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 you know, trying to figure out the best way forward. You have to make sure that, you know, you're the, the, for the students you represent, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, we, 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 we align to whatever the students want to see, but also make sure that, you know, and understand that maybe not, you know, not everything would be achievable. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that, you know, you, you draw that balance. And I think, I think we did it really, really well this year. You spoke about a lot of your successes earlier in the podcast, Adele, but if you had to pick one, what do you think your biggest success is? What's the one that means the most to you? That's a, that's a really good question. I would say, I would say, I think, you know, being able to have that, uh, you know, love coming in from, from the students, you know, doing the work it's because you, in, in this role, it's, it's quite easy to get uh, carried away in the meetings and, you know, all those things, but being able to interact with the students on that, on that level, uh, you know, I think, and that's why I actually, you know, joined this role in the first place. That's why I wanted to do in the, this role in the, in, in the first place is because I, I loved talking with the students. I loved engaging with the students. And I think the biggest achievement, I would say, is uh, having, a, having a place in, in, in the students' hearts, as, as, as cliche as that sounds. <laughs> but, I, I've, you know, I think, I think that would be my biggest, biggest achievement amongst the other things that, you know, we were able to achieve mm-hmm. this year. Now, Adele, we've spoken a lot about you and your role within the GCU Students Association, but what do you do when you're not representing students here? Nothing, because <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get a lot of, a lot of time, but uh, I, ca- I can tell you, you know, uh, all the things that I have been involved in. And yeah. that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't know, because like you said, you know, a lot of people haven't been able to, you know, uh, see uh, the, or me to express all of that, but uh, I am a... I like to think that I'm a really creative person. It's hard for me to feed my brain if I'm not being creative. And I think I've brought that creativity within my role as well, in the policies, in the things, in every single thing that I've 
you know, I'll, I'll be taking a shower and boom, you know, there's going to be an idea. And in that particular day, I'll start implementing that idea. So, and I've always been like that since I was quite young, you know, I've always been like that. And, uh, you know, in terms of the things that I've, things that I've, 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 I've done and I used to do, uh, you know, I, when I was like uh, 13 years old or something, I learned an entire computer language, like an entire computer language, just because I wanted to, I was so interested in that game. It was a game that I used to play and I was so interested in that, in that game. But in order to like launch a game like that, you have to design a script. So I learned an entire computer language. And then by the, you know, so that was the, that was the first thing. And it really fed my brain. Like I cannot explain. I used to wake up for that. I'm not even joking. I used to wake up for that. I used to, that was the last thing I did. And then I woke up and then I did it again. You know, it used to be like, I found so much satisfaction in that. And then, you know, by like, I was, I think a couple of years later, then I became like a, what I, what I like to call like a cybersecurity expert. Although I may not be an expert, you know, we have some wonderful people here mm -hmm. as at GCU, a cybersecurity expert, but it was quite minor at that point. You know, I used to trick my, I used to close off my, my, my Wi-Fi and, you know, <laughs> message my siblings that, you know, I closed my Wi-Fi and, uh, yeah, I was, I, I became really good at it. Really big, you, you know, really good at it. I was to, I learned every single thing. Uh, it was, um, you know, that was something that I, I loved doing as well. So a lot of the technical stuff, and then I learned to design, you know, design an entire website, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I could, I can, and still now, you know, I, a lot of people ask me when they see something like that, did I get somebody else to do it? No, I do, I do these things myself because I think, you know, I've, I I am a really creative person. And then, yeah, and then I learned to, like, you know, direct videos, but also, like, edit videos, you know, because there's a lot of creativity that goes in it. And I'm really imaginative. So if you if if you give me headphones, the ones you're wearing right now, Craig, <laughs> if you give me those headphones, play a song, I'll close my eyes and I can actually imagine an entire video, not, not a video that I've seen, mm -hmm. something, you know, according to the music, according to everything, it's just something that, you know, I've asked a lot of people if I'm not joking, if they could do this, but yeah, not, none of them have told me that they can. So it's a, it's, it's really, it's really, and I wanted to translate that and that's where creativity comes in. So you can imagine the world, but if you're not able to translate that into the real world, uh, it's, it's not, it's not much of a use. So, you know, that's what got me, you know, I became a really good video editor. I, I love doing that. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, that's an, imp uh, you know, uh, an important one as well. I, I became like a, a self and all of these things are self-learned, you know, no courses, no nothing, you know, nobody, I didn't go to nobody to, you know, can you, can you teach me that all done by myself? You know, I used to be internet expert. I used to like go up on, on the internet and then a technical analyst, like, which, you know, looks at the financial side of it. I, I, I started looking at like all these charts, the prices, the stock prices and all these things. And uh, it's an interesting one because, uh, yeah, I could I could tell where the prices will go with a few lines, with a few, uh, you know, it's called technical analysis with a few lines and uh, some some uh, some technical indicators. I used, I used to be able to tell with a 70 to 80 percent accuracy where the price is going to head. May that be in the next uh, next hour next next day next four hours or you know a week or a month uh, time frame so 
yeah and i think there will be more things coming in along the way as well so i've always been busy and i like to feed my brain and you know yeah so so yeah a lot of sorry to answer your question a lot of stuff you know <laughs> i i like to do a lot of stuff i don't yeah it's uh yeah, i i love i love doing things that challenge me what does the future hold for you what happens next so i think um you know i think in the in the past two years uh it's i haven't been able to give myself uh, a lot of a lot of time if mm -hmm. i'm being honest uh you know i think i i, I got carried away in the role uh, a lot and it's uh a, you know so I, I i i think once i finish off this week i'll have you know i'll i'll be able to give myself the time that i deserve i'm a really ambitious person mm -hmm. uh you know i don't like i i like to have big goals big aims and i i like to work hard accordingly as well um and I do have a couple of things in mind. Uh, you know, I one of the things, for example, a master's, uh, definitely I, I would be going forward for a master's. I'm not really sure mm -hmm. when, but I definitely will be. What would you want to study as a master's? Public policy. Okay. Yeah, public policy. Because, you know, even in this experience, you know, you see a lot of policy dealing because you're looking at papers it's not it's not the best thing students like to do it's not <laughs> you're reading papers but there would be a times where you'd have to read like 300 papers like mm -hmm. 300 pages of papers and stuff like that so it's a lot of policy related stuff and it's always been my interest you know when i was an undergrad you touched on you know being a student when i was an undergrad i used to i used to finish off while you know along my study i used to finish off like online courses on public policy that's how much i really loved it yeah and uh i, I finished about like six or seven or something <laughs> uh, so definitely in public policy um but I'm, I'm i'm still yet to decide the institution still yet to decide um you know w w which which region uh, mm -hmm. which country which region i i will be doing that but definitely my master's and then you know, like I said, the future uh, for me is, you know, to, to put it simply, it's not, it's something that's going to be able to make a change in people's lives. You know, I don't like to pinpoint to roles. I don't like pin to pinpoint to things, to material things or things like that. My, my future, you know, would be bringing a change to people's lives, basically. So politics then, is that an avenue you see yourself going down? The reason why I don't use the word politics is because it you don't have to be in politics. You don't have to have a role to, you know, change people's lives. You don't have to you don't have to be in a particular role. And I think I think, you know, I don't like some of the things that happen in politics. That's my biggest reason why I don't like to use the word politics. You know, whatever I'm going to do is because there's a lot of a lot of um, a lot of things go into politics that I don't like. You know, I think I'm I like I'm a really you know straightforward kind of person i i don't i don't like to you know i don't have but it's important to know that you don't have to be in politics in order to bring a change to people's lives you know a positive difference to people's lives you can be out of politics and bring that change you could be you know you could inspire people you could help people you could help people in a personal capacity so so yeah i think uh, you know you get the idea it's it's without without being too you know without pointing out to a particular role or you know a feel it would definitely be you know helping the world doing my part in the world and that's something that i've always wanted to do what do you think your legacy at gc will be so i think uh, you know being the first uh, international student uh, to become the president and i think i i hold that dearly because I, I you know i still remember the day when i got elected and uh, it meant a lot for me and it still does uh, you know, coming from a different country, 
in into an entirely new institution i had no clue uh you know when i first came in that i would be student president and uh and the amount of like love that i received not just during the election process but you know overall and students coming in you know and, and these are these are thing you know instances where you know students have come to me and said to me that you know we love the work that you do and you know we're proud of you and stuff like that and i think i think you know it's um, i i feel happy of course but uh i think i i feel satisfied in knowing that you know i have left that legacy i have you know and uh, so yeah i think uh, you know coming in from a different country being elected as the first international student president of this university i think it's a uh, it's an, a remarkable achievement for myself and i feel really happy knowing that you know i was able to bring that change in in people's lives there it sounds like your time at the university not just as a student president or working in the students association but your time as a student about your six years here has been thoroughly enriching for you yeah definitely oh i loved i loved my experience at gcu honestly i think uh <laughs> i think yeah it's i it was you know it's it's a, a really typical experience you know like a, a, a really typical student experience before i got elected in this office you know i used to do all the normal stuff you know sometimes i skipped classes sometimes <laughs> but i was you know that's important to mention that you know i was uh i was really hard working in studies as well i think you know when my coursework's uh that w- when my dead- deadlines were close you know i used to leave everything you know leave everything and just like study 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 which is not advisable of course not mm-hmm. a good thing you have to need that balance but uh it's just the way i work you know if i get if if i get my head into something you know i will i will leave everything else mm-hmm. and just focus on it and uh at that point my goal was to you know graduate with a first class and you know i i i was able to to do that so you know there's the academic side of it which i loved i loved you know i was i used to st- sit in the first uh, on the first uh, benches of of the <laughs> of the class <laughs> yes i was one of those <laughs> um but uh but yeah and then there was you know the, the 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 usual student life you know having friends going out and you know having having a good time and uh so i think you know i joined as an international student in into gcu which no longer is exists but uh not one year and then going to second year third year and then finishing off in my fourth year the entire the entire experience is something that i will always remember because it 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 made me grow made me learn things and uh that was something that was really helpful in my role and will be in my future as well and see when you when you are an international student a whole new pers- a different world opens up because you have to adopt you know you have to adopt to a culture you have to adopt to a language english was always i was really good in english mm-hmm. you know since a young age but you 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 have to adopt to a lot of things because the educational context is different everything course, is different yeah. so the experience for me has been phenomenal a final question for you adele libertarian is going to be your successor do you have any advice that you could give them don't overwork yourself because it's easy to burn out i was doing my flexi sheets today uh, so basically flexi flexi sheets are something that we have to finish off it kind of collects the number of hours that we have worked in okay. we could rate retake the extra ones that we do and then we could we could also do extra and then retake later so that's okay. how it works i calculated it but you cannot ex- ex- exceed 10 hours right okay i was calculating it today and uh i apparently i did from uh, june to october 
I worked like 80 extra hours, which will not, I will, <laughs> <laughs> I will not get paid for, which is fine because nobody told me to do it. Mm -hmm, I told, mm -hmm. I did it myself, but I, I think it's, 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 uh, it's important to have that balance. It's important to, you know, have that balance, have, you know, do other things, uh, as well, you know, outside of the role, make sure that, you know, you have, you have a balance, make sure, you know, you're going out. It's, it's important to keep up with that just because this is, it's a marathon. It's not an advice that I followed and that's why I'm, you know, making sure that I, I stay there. Um, but it's, it's something that really, I think it's a skill of life and I need to work on it as well. Well, Adele, that was absolutely fantastic to talk to you. And I want to say it's been brilliant working with you over the Thank past you. two years in the Students Association. And I wish you all the very best for the future. And I've no doubt you're going to be a massive success <laughs> in whatever you do. Thank you so much for having me, Craig. I'd also like to thank everyone who's tuned into this episode and I hope you can join us again very soon when we will be in conversation with another member of the wonderful GCU community. Please subscribe to this podcast. It's so simple. All it takes is one tap of your finger and you can get every single episode delivered straight to your listening device. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and pretty much everywhere else. So until the next time, I've been Craig Telfer and this has been the Common Good Podcast. Music